after a one-week hiatus, Did I just lose my train of thought? <laughs> you, you definitely just lost your train of thought, guys. We definitely... This is the Out of Bounds Podcast, guys. This is what you come for. Oh, um, shit. That, that ultimately happened. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 50 of the Out of Bounds Podcast. We finally reached 50 episodes. I got my name the Delta Fashion Easter Managing Director here at Trooper Culture Magazine, as well as CEO of Ground Media Production. But that not that don't matter. Just say this part, say this part. And alongside me is we got our man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan. Radio Wilkins, how you doing, bro? Feeling great. Yeah, great. And then last but certainly not least, we got our young blood, the third eye, Mr. Noah Austin, aka Kyrie, aka Mr. Euro Step to Yo, girl. Yeah, I'm about to step to these two Nigerians. Nigeria. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> Y'all have fun. I'm good. My man yeah. about to catch a plane. <laughs> hey, man. I'm finna, like I told you, I'm going to be a Soho. <laughs> chill out. Chill out. Chill out. No, going to be in the paparazzi shots with Milan. No, and all I'm these telling you, like... <laughs> Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. No more cameras. No more cameras. No more cameras. But, bro. um. Yeah, your boy kind of lost a train of thought in the, in the top of this. We kind of like, man, we took it one week off, you know, thinking that we're going to get some more basketball news and shit. All the rumors about Russell Westbrook, all the rumors about Kevin Durant getting traded, all the rumors about Kyrie Irving. Nobody moved yet. <laughs> you know, so basically, we're still at the same spot that we were since episode 49 of the Alabama podcast in terms of, like, yeah. sports. That's disappointing. Yeah, man, yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, well, based off a of one-week hiatus, it ain't really been nothing. It ain't really been nothing. So, that's the show. <laughs> so, that's the show, guys. Uh, nothing else is nothing to talk about. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we're going we to give y'all a little second. As I mentioned, uh, this is the season finale of season two of the Out of Bounds podcast. We're going to take, like, a nice little one-month hiatus, come back, refresh. You know, me, and go out to work on some projects. I saw the Tuck Umbrella, same for Donnie, same for Noel. My boy, he's killing it with the photography. You got the Nigerian girls at them and shit, you know, so life is good. Life man, is okay, good. So we love black women, foreign and domestic. We love black yes. women, guys. Yes, we both certainly do. I don't know about, well, Dottie, mm-hmm. do you feel the same way as me? And oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, that's actually... not. My boy Dottie, yeah, nah. My boy Dottie got it. He got that dog in him, you know what I'm saying? Now don't die don't fuck it up because I've been fucking crazy, you nigga. Don't fuck this shit up, bro. I gave you my cosign, my nigga. Don't don't fuck this up, please. Yeah, we good, we good. We all love black women. Yeah, yes. I hope so. Cause you know, Dottie, I'm not convinced, but you gotta say with a bit more conviction. Like say what uh, you mean. I, say it with your chest. Nah, say say I love with, black women, you know. Say now nah, say with your Philly accent. Yeah, say what you feel like. Hey, <laughs> they say, "Look, I, I mean, mean I, I listen to Jill Scott and Dre, like all those souls." Okay, man. like okay, it's in my see. blood. You know, I grew up Sundays cooking, cleaning, uh, all that shit. Okay, talk to him. Yeah, talk to him. Tell just because I <laughs> just because I take a sample from the marshmallows don't I mean see, nothing, bro. It's it's like, <laughs> this, bro. I try to vouch for you, bro. Eat, eat potato salad with raisins. Nah, I don't do that shit. This is why I try to vouch for you, man. Eat creamy mac and cheese. <laughs> bro, no burnt crust, no nut. Bro, creamy mac and cheese is crazy. If bro, he bro, he eat medium rare mac and cheese, bro. This is not well done. The joint got the burnt ends, bro. No, mm. I had some uh, artisan uh, fucking mac and cheese the other day. I already know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. It wasn't good at all. It wasn't good at it all. It was like German, good. like mac and cheese, bro. If it's like not some, some black like German that. lady cooking it, I don't care. It, it wasn't. It you wasn't. Doing so, this, yeah, shit. it was some uh, fat Italian guy. So I was like, yeah. What this is Italian dude doing in Germany making mac and? What the? I don't know, <laughs> that don't make bro. No sense. <laughs> I mean, you said it. When you said, I was like, all right, that's not like an Italian type of dish. And yeah, said, yeah, oh, yeah, in Germany. What the? Why? 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 Like, are we doing so many I don't know, like horseradish or some shit like that. Horseradish. It was disgusting. Whoa, 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 it was disgusting, bro. It was disgusting. You gotta go to jail, bro. That's prison time. Horseradish. 
fucking mac and cheese is who's crazy. Who's feeding you horseradish? They try to kill I, I was, me. I was with some friends, and they were like, uh, one of them is like aspiring chef and stuff like that. Yeah, they were oh, domesticated, yeah. right? Were, were these domesticated friends or foreign friends? It was mostly foreign, you know, from outside the of course, of course, the, the country. But yeah, they were just having us over for sampling and stuff like that. And I was oh, like, so, nah. So you were the guinea pig. They tried. I mean, it, it was it was a couple of us. Were you the only domesticated yeah. person there? Nah, it was three other people. Three other people. <laughs> and I bet y'all all had the same reaction. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you <laughs> eat outside of your culture, bro. Not even that. I ain't gonna say all that because I eat outside right, yeah. all the time. It just depends. It's a culture with people of color. Like we love white people. Like white people, we love y'all to an extent. I don't care to be with y'all to an extent because y'all do be wild. But we love white people to an extent. But it's like the only white people man. food I've eaten is Italian. Like the Italian people's food, be, like from Italy, that joint be slapping. Like I'll definitely go to Italy and eat their food. That's cool. But like, what what are white Americans making me that's gonna hit that black people did already make? Like, right. what you gonna make fried chicken, cornbread, bro? I ain't gonna slap like my mom's. I already know that. But Indian food, butter chicken be slapping. Ethiopian food goes stupid. My Korean food, they be going stupid. So I be eating outside my culture. It's just be the people of color <laughs> that I be eating. That's cautious. Like, just cautious. yeah. Shout, shout, shout out to Marie because I know that as soon as she comes down back to America, she eats some Amer- some good old American food. She's never gonna want to go back to France. I already know. Nah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Chick Fil A once. No, it's gonna be Chick Fil A once. It's gonna be a wrap. Like, they, don't have, they don't have this in there. Or eat or eat Eggo waffles like eleven from Stranger Things or something. That's crazy. Now that's OD. I feel like they got Eggo waffles in, out there in Europe. They. Yeah, doing people, sure they not in the dark ages. They still got waffles. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of eleven, I just why I can't even talk about that. I just wrapped up Stranger Things. I bet that sh- that show I like to watch I've been that running show. up that road. I've been running up. That, I, love that, I love that song. Shout out to Kate Bush. Oh Kate Bush made an immaculate song. That song reached over a hundred million views on YouTube. And I As fucking sh- hate that shit. Because that's like one of my like favorite artists, and I know who K Bush was until this show, bro. I lost. Shout out to K Bush because I did not know who K Bush was, but hearing that song, that's that, oh man, that, that song is so good. Yeah, that but I don't want to listen to the rest of our catalog because it's gonna ruin it. <laughs> yeah, like this song is already ruined. And shit like oh, that. Like, that song is deep, bro. No, I've been running up that road. I've been running through that. Like I'm, I'm Man, like, that's, a, that's a marriage song right there. That's a bar. She was like, wait, she's been running up that road. I've been running through that hill. I was like, okay, K Bush. Oh, you're running up here. And the drums is crazy. The boom, 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 boom. I'm like, mm, it makes you the stink face. I love the song. Shout out to K Bush. We love you. We love Shout you out here. That about podcast. Yeah, I but, know her bank account I'm like smacking right now. What? And plus, she's a fan of the show as well, you know. So that's bro. Crazy. And the show and Netflix paid her paid to use her song, so like she definitely got a bag off that and a bag off the royalties because yeah. she owns she's all her back in, uh, She's back in the billboards top. Yeah, uh, 10, yeah, yeah. She became like the youngest artist with number one and the oldest artist with number one. That's yeah. crazy. And the thing is she owns all her masters because she produced, I think the album that that song came off of, she uh, produced it all herself. Like she made, she. Pre- I remember I was watching like some documentary on Kate Bush because I was intrigued and she, that album, she uh, produced everything in London in her like countryside barn or whatever. And so yeah, she owns everything. Like, yeah. yeah, so she, you know, shout out to Kate Bush, man. That's an amazing song. And Stranger Things, man, I just need season five. Man, bro, if they make us wait three years, you know, like I, I basically saw everything in like three days, but like if they make nah, people wait three years, just they're gonna make us wait four five, years. It's gonna be like twenty twenty five, and they but oh, so I mean, that's the they, same thing they're doing with uh, Euphoria, right? They're making people wait like three years or two years, bro. But Euphoria has a reason. They shoot off film, like they have to make the they have to make the film and shoot it and edit the film. Like I get that. Like, I get. Okay. And plus, there's like an A list movie star shit. Yeah, they have Zendaya. They have to work around yeah. Zendaya's schedule. So it's like, 
But not to say like the stranger things kids aren't a list celebrities yet. But they're not Zendaya type level the, the, yet. That show made them. That show yeah. made them. Yeah, that well, show made them. I'm yeah. just afraid that by the time we see them, they're gonna be looking like like they my age at this point because goddamn Millie Bobby Brown, she has like it's like a sharp contrast, like from season one all the way up to season. Yeah, they're kids. Like they're like thirteen, if like they're thirteen and twelve, and now how, like how 18, old are they now? Like, like eighteen, 20? nineteen, and twenty. I know Mac. The I know the the girl who plays Mac. She's twenty, twenty or twenty one. Um, Lucas, uh, Caleb McLaughlin. He's I think like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown is uh eighteen, and she looks the oldest out of all of them. Which yeah. yeah. So they yeah. yeah, they're all like around like 18, 19. So in three years they're gonna be like still playing high schoolers and they're gonna be like 22, 23, 24. They're gonna have to do like a big, a big um fast forward time yeah. leap or something. Cause yeah. there's no way Cause like they age yeah. it too fast. Because in this season, which is not really a spoiler if you haven't seen it, but they're in high school, like they're freshmen in high school. So when they're like what this is gonna be some Riverdale shit. It's gonna be like they're sophomores and now they're like twenty 22, 23, 24. That's crazy. But Riverdale, is that that show that come on the CW? They yeah. canceled it, bro. After the first two seasons, it was trash. I loved it until season three, season it, four. It, was, it, was it wasn't canceled. Well, yeah, it was canceled. It was uh, terrible. Like it was, it was, it wasn't terrible. I it mean, was like it ran for like seven seasons because they drug it out. It was oh, they basically OD'd it. They should have stopped after season three. The story was over. Like it just, it just got three, weird. But I mean, that's that's what the Archie. Uh, comics is like it's a whole bunch of weird shit but it wasn't even so like it, clever weird it was just yeah it was just like like, like i get what you're saying nobody was like twilight like, if it was like yeah. twilight zone type weird then okay like i got it but it was just like archie goes to jail now i think he got a box for some odd ass reason while he's in jail and, all, and out of nowhere the cheerleaders from fucking riverdale are like cheering in a more Sexual way outside the job. I was like, bro, what yeah, is this? So I'm like, what are we watching right now? Was, the CW sexualizes everything. Yeah. Black Light. Did they sexualize? I didn't watch Black Lightning, which I don't think I'm a black. I think my they, black card made it. They didn't sexualize it. As I started watching show. Black Lightning after they killed old Jill Scott. Well, don't gotta watch it now since you just ruined it. That makes a lot of sense. Now, now I don't gotta watch it. It's. I mean, China and McLean, the girl from a Disney Man. Channel fame, she like That's left been my after crush. the fourth season. That was twelve. So they just canceled it. it. It was just, it was poorly written. Sometimes the CW be always messing up. Like the CW, like they be messing up in the writers' room. They just be messing up in total because I know, like, what All American Homecoming, even with All American, they That's be still on. They even got a Superman show and they made and they messing that up. Don't they no, got the Flash? They have the Flash. Um, their super, uh, Superman show is probably the best that they've done, and I think that's because HBO is like backing them uh, in production. But that's probably the most best thing they've done so far since Arrow, I believe. Okay, but before we get to these the slow news weekend in sports, Donnie, you see, we basically went 13 minutes to talk about TV shows. Hey, man, the, hey. we, the, 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 well, we're multifaceted, yeah, exactly. we're multifaceted around here. Yeah. We could talk let's, about it. Let's, let's test some things out for season three, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, wow. absolutely. But, Donnie, why you said you, why do you refuse to watch Granger Things? Like, um, be like a train. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's just too big, um, it's too basically. Big. You want to be yeah. one of those guys that want to be different so bad, bro. Um, oh, I, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the hype to die down. I'm glad you said that though, because and that's and that's true. When you go out your way to avoid popular content just because, like, you feel like oh, it's gonna make you different, you're really no different. <laughs> you're just being a contrarian for no reason. No, I mean that that's one point, but it's just it's. I, I want to go in there with my own mindset. I don't want to be influenced by like hype. the trends, yeah, and stuff like that. Like I, I have yet to watch a uh, Game of Thrones. That's on my next docket. Um, I will never watch Game of Thrones. I think I will never I'm, watch it. I'm, no, not not I'm, because it's bad, but just because like it's so long. I feel like I'm not. I just don't even want to even attempt it. Like I'm just not even gonna you know try, what, bro. I, I I'm not even mad at you now because. I remember I got on the Game of Thrones hype train 
like well like well to what it's about to end. Kind of like what I'm doing right now with Stranger Things. And um I remember it was like the summer like 2018, 2019. I was like so depressed and shit. Like I just had like a lot of days going on. So you know, I'm just go binge TV show. Cause that's what I do when I'm depressed. I binge TV shows. And I remember when I got to the final season, I felt I got so mad that I invested so much time because they ruined everybody's characters. That's why I am doing one started. That's why. And also so another thing, I I just hate waiting for seasons. So after the show's over, then I can just binge it and. But that's what makes it. I feel like that's what just makes it exciting. And I think this culture. I mean, not even this culture, but even on Twitter, because um, I'm an avid Twitter person more than Instagram. <laughs> So I think I do enjoy watching some Twitter shows. Cool, man. I don't know anybody can use that. I don't know what your Twitter's talking about. My Twitter, be yeah. Hilarious. What's your Twitter one? Bro? My Twitter be hilarious. I don't know what you're talking about, but like I watch this. Just people complaining about you. Oh, the shy. I love the shy so. Much. I'm glad that they brought back my OG. What's what's his name? Yeah. No, no, nah, nah, not do that. His OG Q Q. I'm glad that they brought Q yeah. back. Yeah. Nah, like I love the shy. Uh, but they ruined Lena. that show, man. No, nah, I mean, they, I think they had to change it because I think after what season one or season two, they had uh, that one dude that played Easy. He did some yeah. like whack, he did some whack shit on set, and so they had to kind of like write out his and like plus, they had to rewrite his character, write out his character, like rewrite the whole story just because this nigga did some. Now the show is basically centered around the kids, which yeah, is, which uh, I the, like. Though. The creator oh. is. Uh, What's her name? Leah. Lena. Uh, Lena. Lena. Lena yeah, yeah. She, she's not. She gets a lot of hate in like the community. I think most of it's kind of deserved though. Not nah, because some of her shows are actually pre- like. like 20s, do you remember that like, that sh- uh, that Netflix um, movie? I think she produced it uh, called Stepsisters. That was cr- that was whack. That yeah. was whack. Now that was whack. Like. But I think everyone has their whack moments. I think I think we all have like ideas. Like, oh, this would be a cool movie, and then you come to fruition. It's like oh, it wasn't really what I thought it was gonna be, but it's cool. Like that's kind of how I see those movies. She has, I think she has better TV shows than movies. To be honest, here's my issue with Lena Waithe. What's the other one's name? That did, like, um, it's Lena Waithe. There's another black woman that's very prominent in regards. Oh, to like, uh, Ava. Ava Duvernay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, you 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 stepped into the treasure territory because Ava DuVernay. Yeah, is, uh, I was like, whoa, you talking about? Yeah, Ava? you you talking yes. about that's that's treacherous waters, my guy. She's the hey. one that did uh the five. Sam, yeah, which was Sam really Sam good. Where I, I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. That was I can, I never finished it. I never finished it. I couldn't. That at thirteen, like yeah, I she did she her thing. And she also has a show. Well, she did have a show on CW called Naomi, but that was canceled. Yeah. But here's my issue with the Lena Waits, the Ava DuVernay's of the world, and the Tyler Perry's. Well, not so much Tyler Perry. No, no, uh, not Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry gets it because I. Mm, no, nah, because I, I hate I hate him. I don't hate him, but it's just like I don't know. He I don't. I don't like the way he. Pre- I don't like his films. It, no, it's his always tied. No, it's yeah, always Tajiki Henson in some abusive relationship. How many times have she been in his movies? I get, but, but the thing is, he, he has rings, though. He has rings, yeah. because he could do comedy, he could do drama, drama he could do action, romance, and all oh, that. Oh, that Alex Cross movie that he did a couple of years yeah. back. So yeah. he has rings. The reason why I Chris, the reason why I'm criticizing Lena Wave and Ava DuVernay here is, is because they make shows and movies about the black experience rather than just black shows if that does that make sense to y'all then if, if we're gonna say that who is you're gonna have to elaborate on that i know i know, okay. what, you're, I know what you're trying to talk about because it's basically like it's like showing the black experience but not like a black like martin is a black show martin it's, was a black show First oh okay Prince, i, th- I think Prince i agree with was you saying that. a yeah. black show it's a show that just the main characters just so happen to be black it wasn't like we're gonna this is the black quote unquote experience. So ah, I get what you're saying. Okay. And I mean if we're gonna do that, would you what do you think? Um who's the guy who made blackish? I forgot his name. Oh, um, oh, oh, uh Ken Kenya Barris Barris? Kenya Kenyan Barris uh Kenyan Kenyan I think it's K. Barris. That's that dude. Like he's I think I think black is a black show rather than being like a show about black experience. And I yeah, think Kenya Barris. Kenya Barris. I think he did blackish and grunge. 
I'm excited for Grodish season, the new season, by the way, because they're using Grodish is lit, yeah. But the last, I didn't like Zoe's character, but Junior's character has a different dynamic. But King and Barris were blackish. I remember that was in most recent years a prominent black show because I remember when, like, I was in high school and my whole family would sit and watch blackish and yeah. enjoy it. So blackish definitely is one of those, is not really like, a black experience movie, but people do say it's whitewash. For it's like a black show that's kind of whitewash for white people. I mean, it's on ABC, so what do you expect though? Like, and that's kind of funny because I think the sh- shows like The Shaw is kind of like that as, as well, but in a different way. Because I feel like us as black people, we understand the black experience for the most part. So it's basically like a show like The Shaw is kind of like an education for. Yeah. White, you know, people in power say, okay, like this this is the reality for black people. Understand our pain, our plight. Kind of like what they did with the whole um, they funded the police storyline. And back in like, yeah. I think it was season three. Uh, uh, okay, that's kind of like a play on like reality of what's actually going on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I feel like it's talking, it's not some, it's a black, sh- it's a show about black creators necessarily talking to people outside the black community to understand black people rather than just being a black show that celebrates black culture and black people. I get it. I mean, the, the shot black is funny as shit. I gotta say that. Blackish. Yeah. Black the, is... the, the dynamic between uh, Tracy Ellis Ross and Anthony Anderson is unmatched. That was a great casting. I think. <laughs> I think. I think Kenyon did a great job with. Don't the they casting. got beef though? Who? They shouldn't have beef. Now nah, Tracy Anthony Ellis and Tracy Ellis Ross. I no. hope not, cause I'll fight over Tracy. Nah, gone. they like, they don't got no beef. They they basically married in real life. Like, they, they close as fuck. Her eyes scare me. I love her, but her eyes scare me. Come on, Chill bro. Out. We love the fight, cause Tracy yeah. is fine. <laughs> I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. ever see that movie, fine. A Bug's Life. Chill yeah. out. <laughs> Chill out. Yeah, well, we ain't we gonna, gonna tolerate that. Not on Tracy Ellis Ross. We not, we not, we not gonna tolerate no dirt on my, on, on my. Oh, uh, so die. That's where you draw the line, Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. yeah, she fine, bro. What are you talking about? Yes, that's where I draw the line. What are you talking about? She is fine. Actually, like I'm about to throw my alley to one of y'all. Let's see if y'all go, y'all go catch it. But Gosh. I like how you basically draw the line, Tracy Ellis Ross. But you claim that women like Snow Allegra is just average at best. Or I didn't like say I never said so Allegra was. I'm talking about Donnie. I'm talking about Donnie. Uh, but, but he's drawing the line at Tracy Ellis Ross. But <laughs> Rihanna has a nose that you can't get over, and Snow Allegra is average at best. So, so what you're trying to say? I uh, I lean more towards light skin. Is that what you're trying to say? That's not what I was saying at all. No, that's yeah. exactly what you was trying to say. I mean, because Rihanna's light skin, but you don't like her. Wait, Rihanna's Rihanna, me and Rihanna about the same skin complexion. Rihanna's not Rihanna's light, light skin. She's not light skin. She bright. Is I'm she? She brown skin. Nah. Uh, she she's light skin. Actually, actually, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because black all black sisters are beautiful in hey. all shapes. All right, so so where were you going with your statement before? <laughs> if Amen. you want to say that, yeah. Amen. Amen. Like I said, bro, I, I'm just. Listen, Tracy Ellis Ross is a beautiful woman. I'm oh, not okay. saying that I hear a butt coming it just, on here. Right, yeah. It's just the eyes for me. But I just I just love how you draw the line at her. But Rihanna, Snow Allegra, you know Snow Allegra ain't black. I already know. But, like, you just, like, you criticized them. But Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, like, I see what he's saying. He's like, I, you're you criticizing me. help these. me, no. He, basically, what he's saying, like, you're, you criticize these, I guess, we, we would, what you would say, universally attractive women. You would criticize like Rihanna's nose or Snow Allegra being average, but Tracy Ellis Ross with, I guess, her eyes. You're like, oh, we're gonna draw the line at like not. Wait, what's wrong about. with her eyes? <laughs> That's you gonna smack your teeth like, yo, you're gonna have to make me say this, bro. <laughs> you, like, you, know, you know what, bro? This is a good time to move on to the first. Main <laughs> you are not about to set me up, nah. <laughs> Hell no. That's the reverse you. That's the reverse you. That's the reverse you. This is like Uno. This is like Uno. Smart play, Donnie. Smart play. I can coy. He reversed it. Donnie's, Donnie's such a good journalist now. Like This man should work for CNN. I don't want you to But not. Yo, it's Don Lemon flow. Shout out Thames, because if Shorty not darker than me, I don't want it. 
you know what I'm saying? Dark skinned women supremacy. Yo, bro, like she not arguing to me. I don't want it. I like all black women, but dark dark skinned women, Thames especially. I mean, you can't you can't say God, you like, like all black women and then be like, oh, but dark skinned women. I have a let's, okay, let's not add coy. We're adults. Everyone has a preference. Yeah. Let's not add coy. I love I love all black women. You're a black woman. You're always my number one. Now the subsection in that I personally am attracted more so to dark skinned women. That's just dark, me. Darker tones. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not to say I wouldn't date a light skinned girl, because I have. But right. I just like dark skinned black women. Nothing wrong That's with that. That's cool with me. But I'm not gonna like tear down light skinned women because like I ain't gonna do all that. You know, yeah. I ain't gonna do all that. It's too stressful. But I understand. You know. Speaking of dark skin people, sports um, <laughs> and how we don't <laughs> speak about black people being dark skin. Well, the Lakers running back with their big three. So, I mean, we all know by now that they made a vow. They were on a phone conversation and said, hey, we're going to run this back. Um, do, do you agree with that sentiment, uh, Noel? Can they run it back? I, I think... Um... Running back to what? Being at home for the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's back. what I did. They're running back to being at home. Because you didn't get nowhere. <laughs> like, first of all, what upsets me is they had Mac McClung. Yeah, who... I wish I wasn't doing this podcast right now, man. <laughs> this man mad. But the Lakers had Mac McClung, who would still be, like, even right now for the Warriors, is putting up amazing numbers. But even when he was on the Lakers, G League and Lakers team, could be a, a good shooter role player for them. Got rid of him. They re-signed THT, who is a certified role player. Went to the Drew League and dropped 14, while Toronto's own, uh-uh, Makai Flynn went to Seattle and dropped 73. Makai Flynn is a six-man for the Raptors. Malachi Flynn. Malachi Flynn, my bad. Dropping 73 up there in Seattle. So it was like, you know, the Lakers, when it comes to choosing their players and – who to surround LeBron, um, I feel like they're just going to run back to the same problem. AD's injuries, um, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. Not, I want to say being inconsistent, but if the only way I see it going differently is if they have a game plan that incorporates Russell Westbrook not being the shooter, but being what Russell Westbrook is yeah, and allowing him to do that. They got Devin Ham as their head coach now. Yes, yeah, like I said, he's been on record saying that he's a defensive minded. So exactly. it's it's confusing as to where Westbrook is going to fit into that because I feel like Westbrook is the type of dude who's too stubborn and too set in his ways already. Um, I just don't think there's anything you can do to change that. I don't think Rest. I don't think Westbrook is set in his ways per se. I just think. Last season was a humbling experience for him, where it's like, yo, I'm not I'm not the top dog on this team, and that's okay. And I think the moment Russell Westbrook becomes okay with himself, whereas like I'm still a great basketball player, mm-hmm. but I'm not the number one option here. Let me play to my best of my ability, being the third option, second, third, fourth, whatever it is. Let me be comfortable in that position. Or because- yeah, go ahead. No, I was just, just going to say, like, because last season, you could definitely tell he wasn't comfortable in the position they had him in. And he was definitely – he felt some type of way about that. So um, so, so what do you have from running the the point? Or, like, what would you have him do? Because he obviously can't shoot. I think – I mean, definitely have him work on his jump shot. Um, definitely. Because if you're a point guard now, or just be a true point guard. Or have him at point guard. He missed a triple-double. He can definitely get assists, get rebounds. At this point, um, he is who he is, bro. Yeah, and I mean, he can still if he can still get to the basket, he can still play point guard, but just let him play, you know, be a true point guard and, you know, get his assists, get to the basket, do what he does, and, you know, work on the shot. That's all you can do. But so that it means really, LeBron it really has to, to take a step back, right? He can, But LeBron can play the – he's a small – he can play the three. Like, I don't understand why LeBron – like LeBron can play the like we act like LeBron can't play the three and still bring the ball up the court. Like right, yeah. LeBron can play the three and still bring the ball up the court. It doesn't matter. But um, you know, having LeBron at the three, AD at the four, um, you know, I feel like their starting lineup isn't bad. It's just their bench is the biggest thing. Um, I don't think is Malik Monk still there or is he gone? I think he got traded. I, I think he got traded. So you don't have Malik Monk anymore. 
you need people to come off the bench and, and help you produce. You have Mac McClung. You don't have any more. He's with the Warriors, which you just gave the Warriors more firepower. Congratulations. Um, I don't know if they signed Scottie Pippen Jr. yet. They need to sign Scottie Pippen Jr., but he's a bucket. It's not even a question. He just um, got released. Oh, no, that was uh, Shafi. Uh, that, that was Sharif. Sharif yeah. should have stayed in college, but that's another story <laughs> for another day. Not that he's bad, but it's just he didn't have time to develop his game for the NBA. Like, Isn't that what his father wanted him to do? Yeah. I mean, Shaq, I, I mean, like you're trying to ra- ride on, on your dad. No, I want to say he's okay. I'm not saying that he's trying to ride. Call on for what it is, bro. Call for what I'm it not going to say he's trying to ride on the fact that his last name is O'Neal. But my thing is your college stats don't match what these guys in the G League are doing. He, I think the highest points he averaged was like two points per game or something. Well, again, given that he had a heart condition surgery, understandable. But you'd even give your time, your your yourself time to even play in college, like a play a full season yet in college, and then go, you know, because there's still kinks to work out. And, and so, the way I and the way I see it, there's no excuse for at this point because right now we live in the age of college with the whole you got athletes that the NI the what is it called the NI NIL NIL, NIL deals NIL. yeah yeah like you could get like endorsement deals and stuff you can make money while you're in school he doesn't even so. i mean like not to say that not to say not to pocket watch but he doesn't really i want to say he doesn't really need to make money because i mean he's shaq's son so he's obviously gonna be taking nah, care of shaq basically said that he'd make his kids earn everything yeah he said he's gonna make them earn it but sharfif o'neal average uh 4.8 points and 3.8 rebounds in four games but see like play a full season first that's what i'm saying like like you didn't even play an entire season final four all that lsu or ucla like at least do that first i feel like i feel like from my perspective these nba kids they're in these circles and then they see their friends playing in the league and like oh i can do that because josh christopher's in the league or jay like the people that you hang out with are in the league oh i can do that it's like bro you gotta do what's best for you in the sense of dog you have to play a full season healthy. If you can do that, then yeah, you can go to the league. Yeah, so yeah, just league. go to the G League, bro. I mean, go play I for G League Ignite for a season or like something, yeah. but play a full healthy season, and then we can have the conversation. Josh Christopher is still a really good player. Played a full season, didn't really deal with injuries, but again, he was still a decent role player. Played for the Rockets, so like, but he hangs around all these people, and so I, I, I would assume. You feel that type of way, like, oh, why well, hang around them? We play, we hoop, we practice. I can, I can do this, and I feel like that's kind of what it was. Even though his dad was like, "Bro, like, stay in college for another year," and I feel like he should have did that. But you know, I, I'm not here to, to judge anyone's choices. He he believed in himself, and I can respect that. You know, it takes a lot to just go to to the summer league, and so yeah, it just seems like it's the beginning anyway. Yeah, like just give yourself some time. I don't think people. I don't think people give themselves time anymore to, like, look at Jordan Poole. He had to spend what two, two, three years in the G League. Now right. he's an NBA champion. Like, you just gotta give yourself some time, and everyone wants it so fast. But so, what you think about uh, Scottie Pippen Jr.? I think Scottie Pippen Jr. is ready. I think you put him as a six, six, six man, seventh man on the roster. Um, rotate him in at point guard. He's really a true point guard. He's a really good passer. He can shoot. Um, definitely a really good backup for Russell Westbrook, to be fairly honest, I think. So I would definitely would want – I would hope they keep Scottie Pippen Jr. And if they don't, that'll, I think that would be stupid not to. Um, but I think, I think for me, the Lakers, it just seems like they're going to – nothing really excites me about them. If AD can't stay healthy, then you're just going to look at LeBron like, okay, well, what are we doing? And it's just like, well, nigga, I'm what, 40, uh, not 40, 30 something? Like, no, we're like literally waiting until like, the sun gets He literally waits until Brian gets to the league. He's like, bro, I'm done. Like, he's he very transparent about that, too. Yeah, yeah like, he. what else is for, I what mean, else for, is for him to do, though? Like, what else the, can this man do? The thing about the, the hate, as much hate as LeBron gets, we can't deny the fact that he – he does what he says he's going to do. I mean, yeah. he won a ring with every single team he's been on. He really doesn't have to win another ring with the Lakers. He already did it two years in. Um, like, he's literally just waiting until his son gets in, uh, who's yeah. obviously going to play for OKC. And, uh, <laughs> nothing, 
<laughs> and another thing that I admire is the fact that he honors his contracts. Like he yeah. never requested a trade in his career. Yeah, like, no, he and he give it like LeBron. Like I think, I I do believe when you're when you're so good, people will hate you just because. Cause I remember growing up despising LeBron just because in my house, like uh, just in my house. Kobe and LeBron were the two like antichrist in my house of people we just didn't root for. But I think as I got older, I learned to respect both Kobe and LeBron. Kobe became my favorite player, but um, LeBron, I definitely respect him because, like you said, he he's a man of his word. He's like, yo, if I if I signed you guys for four years, I'm playing for four years. If I don't want to play anymore, I'm not gonna play anymore. If I want to play with my kid, and after that year, that's it. Then you know, okay, then that's it. And I think you know you can only respect that. So. Um, but Bron's getting to that age where it's like, are we? You can't. Not that you can't rely on just LeBron anymore, but it's like, LeBron's like, dog, I'm 38. Like, you can't keep looking at me to be to be that guy. I'm like, because he still is that guy, but to just always look to. That's there there needs to be a second though. option, yeah. But that's been his whole career though, where it's like, bro, okay, we got LeBron. This is it. And it's like, right, bro. yeah, that's all. And then you got everybody going crazy over what he did in the Drew League. I mean, he so he yeah, walked up, signed the sheet, and dropped forty-eight. Anybody make a joke? So, he did basically what he did was uh, he basically did what he basically played against like MJ competition. <laughs> shit, which is which is bullshit. But um, right, this man played against FedEx workers and UPS workers and mailmen. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, like, and imagine like, clocking out and they head into the wreck, and you man. see LeBron. <laughs> bro, they said the same thing about Bronny. He's like, bro, imagine being in Algebra 2 in seventh period. You got to go play your game against Bronny and Sierra Canyon. I would be pissed too, bro. I, I got to go out there. And wait a minute. Wasn't Kyrie ever supposed to also play in the Drew? Yeah, yeah but obviously he, was, he dropped out. He was with Jalen Brown and Kanye in Calabasas. I remember. Some they were in Calabasas. Some shit, bro. <laughs> but, but to answer the question, should the Lakers running back with their big three? I think they have no choice. They don't have no a choice. choice. They yeah. have no choice, so they gotta make it work. And I feel like this unless whole, you trade AD, which to that's me, not gonna know, happen. It's not gonna happen. But that's I mean, supposed to be their franchise guy. Who's supposed to take over? Your franchise after. guy can't stay healthy. I'm just saying, LeBron James was molding that man to be the guy that's mm. supposed to lead the Lakers. And you better mold faster because it's looking pretty <laughs> trash right now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. This, this is unrelated, and we were going to plan on talking about this topic, but um, I'm currently writing the red carpet for the MLB All-Star game, and it's just funny how all these dudes have all these flashy fits. They pull out all the stuff with the red carpet and all that, get like a 360 booth and all this shit for the most boring sport. In America, right? For baseball. Like, this sport is so boring a while. You got all these I, I probably like, would agree with you a while ago, but I, I've, I've seen some exciting some exciting things and, like, plays, like, coming out of baseball. Yeah, there's I actually, there's some exciting players. Like, Jazz Chisholm Jr. from the Miami Marlins, one of my favorite young players. And, of course, Eric Judge, we've been a Yankee fan. But it's like, yo, at the end of the day, bro, this I sport, mean. It's not boring. It's, it's, it's yeah. not boring unless you go. It's like watching on TV is definitely boring. But I feel like baseball is one of those sports you have to go watch it live to get the full experience. Because I've a lot, never, a lot never been to one. I went yeah, to a Braves game. Bad, this this girl took me to a Braves game. It was when the Braves played the Giants. And my first gay baseball game I've ever been to, the Braves won on a walk-off, uh, home, walk-off uh, into a, like walk-off, walk-off home run. And it was it was great. It was amazing. And I was like, oh, I'm actually a fan of baseball. Like I would definitely watch it. I watched John Boy on YouTube. He breaks down the baseball plays. It's interesting. I play MLB the show. It's interesting. But to sit at home and just watch it on TV, you I don't think experience. I can do it. Yeah. I think you have to get the experience as well with it. For me to watch it, I need the whole experience. I can't just sit and watch it on a flat screen. Like I watch like and for the record, I love baseball. I love the sport of baseball. Like, I, I think you just need to. Do you have a team? Yes, the Yankees and the Brewers. Oh, like yeah, I, 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 I love baseball, bro. Like, I, and I play the show as well. It's just that when it comes down to the All Star game, you know how the NBA, like, kind of like they were like, like have like some type of like incentives, like oh, like for charity. And there's like no defense in the game, like it's high scoring. Same thing with the Pro Bowls, like they basically playing flag football. 
there's no difference between a, a baseball all-star game and a baseball regular season playoff game. It's played yeah, the same I, I've way. never actually sat through a it's played the same exact way. Game. If it's like still on when the pod, when we're finished, I'll probably watch it, see what the hell they're doing over there. But yeah, I've never like actually I mean the celebrity style gets is uh is more exciting because you have like Jojo Siwa, you have Quavo, you have um Diza Samero, shout out yeah, to the, Mario playing in yeah. the game. Yeah, so it's there's a lot more eyes on the celebrity aspect of the uh, the game than anything else. My man Finesse versus appearance to a celebrity all star game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean baseball. I feel like I just I was just seeing on um, Mookie Best had a T shirt that said that we need more black people in in the stadium for baseball. And the thing I think for me would for me growing up for baseball, it was one of those traditional sports. It was like a apple pie white American sport mm-hmm. that had these all these traditions. And I remember my friend played, shout out to Chris Williams, who actually just got drafted by the Tigers. Shout out my boy, Chris Williams. We went to high school together. But, um, you know, he was the only black kid to play on the team. And I remember we were talking about baseball. And he, like, you get hit by pitches. Like, if you do little things or, like, there's little, like, unwritten rules. Like, if you do this thing, then a pitcher can hit you. If you're so good and you hit this, then they can hit you. And you can't really retaliate. I think that's what deviates a lot of, I think, black kids, but also a lot of people from Washington because it's like yeah, there's too many like, unwritten rules. Too many unwritten rules because it's like, yo, like I, my favorite player is Tim Anderson, and just because Tim Anderson, I like Tim Anderson too, because he's that dude, like yo, he hits home run, he throws the bat, and he's like, yo, I'm that nigga, bro, like you can't stop me, and I'm him, and I and I like that because it's like it adds a different type of edge as just in a competitor as a sport. But apparently, like back in the day, you couldn't do that, or you would get hit, or people would throw the ball at you, or whatever. And it's just because you're soft. If you throw a pitch down the middle, and I hit a home run, and I throw my bat, and look at you, like, yo, I'm him. Sorry to tell you that. Right. You gotta eat that. You can't get mad at me because you're a sucky pitcher. It ain't got shit to do with me. What is, yeah. like, like what does that have to do with me? So I think a lot of people don't. It gets baseball boring because it's, it is so technical. Is it? That's like if the NBA was like, oh, you can only, you can't do no crossovers, you can't celebrate after you dunk, you can't do nothing. That's what makes the NBA exciting. When someone dunks in someone's face and gets that, like, that's what makes sports exciting. And so I feel like baseball in a whole can be boring because if you stay in the confines of that box of traditionalism, no one's really gonna want to watch that unless people that just enjoy the traditional way of baseball. And I think. And I think it's insulting to fans' intelligence when you have these pundits on TV talk about, oh, like this matchup is fun to watch. And so I'm like, bro, like, what are they doing that's so entertaining at the end of the day? You ain't hear the homework. You ain't said, but like, what is it? Like, oh, a, an occasional web jam play? Like, all right. That's yeah, like, like Noel said, it, it's more exciting, like, being in the stadium. Because let me tell you, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've been, been to the Phillies, like, <laughs> religiously. So it, it's a lot more fun, like, being in that atmosphere and what the city of Philadelphia is yeah. and how we get excited. So I, I think that's what it is for me. Because personally, man. like, I, I don't even – I rarely watch, like, other te- – like, I rarely watch baseball. But if the Phillies are playing and we're on a streak and stuff like that and their social media management team is, like, on fire, like, I'm I'm tuning in for games. And I'm, like, going down there – grabbing the fucking crab fries and I'm like sitting down and watching this game and then just soaking it in with like the city of Philadelphia. Bro, wow. if, it, if it wasn't for MLB the show, I wouldn't really be keeping up with baseball. Exactly, because I play MLB the show as well and I would not know <laughs> what I'm talking about if I didn't play that game. Um, but no, it's definitely an experience. I feel like baseball is more so an experience. Um, I think to be in the stadium and watch the Braves come back and hit it off, like that's one of those moments where it's like, it is America's game in those moments because it didn't matter that I was a black kid with you know a black girl and there was like this white family sitting next to us when they hit the whole, when they hit the walk off everybody was like yo high fiving dapping up like it was it, it was fun yeah. it was genuinely fun and I feel like that's, that's I mean what baseball is. Ba- baseball is more exciting around like Memorial Day like yeah. when the opening week and stuff like that and yeah. like the the clouds are like gone and like. Everybody's walking down to the ballpark and shit like that. And that falls in line with, like, the experience. Like, 
Like, yeah. you just don't get that on the TV. There was a clip that went viral a while ago with this fan at a Mets Cubs game, like a drunk fan where they had like the snakes. Like the, like, <laughs> yeah, I was watching. With the cut, like, that shit was funny. Like, like stuff like that makes the game entertaining. Then you yeah, be yeah. bored. Like, bro, I mean, the top of the fifth, and it's like, bro, okay, what are we doing? Was, yeah, like <laughs> most people like leave at like the seventh inning. Like, it's like, all right, we yeah, already know. Like, yeah, the outcome of the game somewhat, and you want to beat that traffic. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, I mean, um, you're down, like, and it's the top of the seventh, and nigga. We down what's eight runs, nigga. I'm leaving, bro. It's yeah, top exactly, of seven. Yeah. We down eight. I'm not staying for this. People yeah, rarely plus, stay for the whole game. <laughs> plus, the fact that the Miami Mars had to hold like a team meeting because <laughs> Jazz Chisholm celebrates too much. Like, he does like the Euro step where he hits the home nah, run. Bro, and, that's and that bought his team. Like, that's wild to me, bro. Like, yeah, that's I, shit like that's going to get you hit by a pitch. I couldn't, <laughs> be, I couldn't be a baseball player because I would have been because somebody else. I would have been like, and, bro, what are we doing? And this like, messed up because the money in baseball is guaranteed. Like this man Juan Solo turned down a thirteen year four hundred and forty million dollar contract with the Washington Nationals. Yeah, yeah I saw that. No he just won a home run. The Aaron Judge is trying to get a bag right now. Like And Juan like the, Soto. The Soto shuffle was crazy. Like when I was seeing that on John Boy, uh, shout out John Boy on YouTube, but like watching his breakdowns with when Juan Soto does this the, the Soto shuffle, it's hilarious. Is that what he does when he's like about to bunt? No, no, it's like when, like, if it's a strike or a ball, or like, after every, like, pitch, he'll just do the Soto shuffle and then just readjust himself for, like, and that's, like, after every pitch. And I think, yeah, I think it's, I'm hilarious. Gonna it's hilarious. It's just, like, but just that individualism that we were, remember we were talking about the WNBA and how they need to give these girls, like, the individuality. Baseball has to do the same thing. So having, like, a, like a Juan Soto do that or a Tim Anderson or the Eurostep celebration is definitely needed because it's like, okay, this is fun again. But just seeing people, oh, strike three, he's out, and people just walk away. Like, it's just yeah, and the announcers are kind of boring when they say that shit. Like, listen to them, like, drone on and on you. That's good with yeah, editing. You know, My thing is, just make the game more fun, man. especially like the All Star game. Like, I get that like, y'all going above and beyond with the red carpet. Someone plays in a nice drip or something. Bro, like it's not the NBA or NFL. It don't mean, but it don't, mean no, it don't mean nothing if the, if the All-Star game is just like watch a regular, regular season game at the end of the day. Because baseball is all about averages at the end of the day. It's the one sport where you could basically go one for four and still end up having amazing. a good game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, so that's, that's why I feel like there's no excitement when it comes down to the All-Star game whatsoever. You know, so. Yeah. Like I said, it, it is what it is, but you know they're trying though. They're trying, like they trying things out with the uniforms and stuff like with the City Connect uniforms, which I like. The San Diego Padres uniforms is dope. The Miami Marlins uniforms is dope. The White Sox uniforms is dope. You got players wearing gold chains and stuff like that, showing the individuality and shit. But at the end of the day, it's like that. It's the it's the rules, man. It's the rules, and the fact that it's, it's such a traditional game, and a lot of players like. Are, like, you, like the game's filled with black players are making a comeback in baseball. You got Tim Anderson for the White Sox. No, who says one of your favorite players? Michael Harris for the Braves. Mookie yeah. Betts, you know. Um, who else is out there? You got so many talented guys. And, like, don't even get me started with the Latinos. Yeah, Dominican, Puerto, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, they all take it. Like, it, no, because there was – I was watching something on TikTok from the MLB account. I'm thinking these are black players. They speak in full Spanish. I'm like, oh, this buddy Dominican, like this man Puerto yeah. Rican, like, and yeah, they like, definitely are are present in baseball. And I feel like, like I said, for black kids in America, if they if you want to attract them in baseball, you have to make it fun. Because as black people, we love to compete. We also love to not to showboat, but we love to have fun with it. If I make it three in your face, I'm gonna let you know. I make it three in your face. If I hit a home run off you. I'm going to let you know, I, yeah, I did that. And so I feel like if baseball starts allowing players, especially players of color, to be individualistic and have these celebrations, that's going to attract a lot more black kids to play baseball because that's just what we do. And that's what makes us good at what we do. So, right. I mean, it's just that simple. So, but the, that's what turned me off from baseball, the traditionalism of it. Of like, I can get hit by a pitch, but I can't retaliate because. I did something wrong. I don't care. You're not my dad. You're not my parent. I, 
Shut up. <laughs> Grow a pair. Oh, that might be that clip of the little boy, but better like, you're not my dad. Yeah, yeah, you're not my dad. Oh, I hurt your feelings because I hit a bomb and it went 400 feet. And now you feel the type of way because the bottom or, of the that you're losing. I don't or, care. Or, right, or, yeah. or if you do like a bat flip or some shit. I don't get, that hurts your feelings because I flipped my bat and I looked at you and I was like, yeah, I did that. That hurts your feelings. I'm going to charge the mountain every time. You could do it. I'm a, we going to talk about it. Like we That's just, like Gary Sheffield is also one of my favorite players because of a motherfucker tried to hit him with a pit. Oh, I can't say that word. But we used to get hit by a pitch. You know, he always, like, stay at Pedro Marcy, like, I'm not the one, bro. Like, yeah, like, no yeah, I'm not. But I bet you when Bo Jackson played for the Royals, no one was trying to hit him with a pitch. You trying to have Bo Jackson come up to the mount? What? Bo Jackson? Nah, bro. You were on crack back then if you thought you were going to hit Bo Jackson with a pitch and he ain't going to do nothing about it. Good time. Like, nah. But, but, sh- but shout out to MLB The Show, man. Like, I logged in a lot of hours in that game and that series, man. That's that video game is helping me to like stay in touch with like the game. I, I can't make it out the 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 double A. So hey, what are you like, doing? Like, you play, you play <laughs> the show. Bro, just put the game on 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 veteran or rookie or some shit. Bro, Rosie nah. shows. Bro, what are you talking about? My I, I can't already. make it out, bro. <laughs> You're that bad, bro. <laughs> I, I got called up bad. once. Um, I played for the Phillies for like two, three games. And they sent me right Damn. back now. <laughs> Yo, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie would probably be that, that dude. He had like a like a sports video game tour. He'd be the one always getting beat in the first round. Well, it's 2K, what is what is the show? What is Madden? You always get beat in the first round. Bro, yeah. my rookie year, my uh my rookie year, I, my player played for the Dodgers. We won the World Series in, the, in my first season at the Dodgers. And I'm like, this is fun. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Donnie's like, I can't even stay. Donnie's like, I can't even get a contract extension. This is out here with the World Series. <laughs> yo, facts. I ain't seen the inside of the Wells Fargo in years, yo. That man's still in, like, Coastal Carolina or something playing for uh, I'm with the Reading of Reading Fields. No, Fighting Fields. Fighting Fields. Yeah, you got that. I'm stuck in double <laughs> hey, man, speaking of video games, speaking of video games, um, Mad Twenty Three has been releasing their ratings. You know, so as you guys know, with the pick and roll segment, basically I ask some questions. Well, this is going to be in regards to some player ratings. Um, we have the option to either pick, like basically pick it apart, or roll with it. Like, I right, like we accept it, like it's valid. So, um, let's start, guys, with the latest. Um, list that came out today, which is top 10 edge rushers in Madden 23. Miles Garrett has a rate of a 99 overall. Are we going to pick it or are we rolling with it? Uh, I think that's good. Nah, I'll pick, I'm picking that because why doesn't Aaron Donald, the Super Bowl, and champ have Because he, he's, he's an interior. He's an interior pass. Oh, oh edge rusher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought you said rusher. Oh, my bad. Okay, edge rusher, yeah. Miles Garrett deserves that 99. TJ Watt, ninety six. TJ Watt, yeah, yeah, he, he was pretty good this year. Yeah. I, I think he was the sack leader, right? That was or, well, he plays for the Steelers, right? Yeah, Steelers. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get TJ Watt his ninety six. He tied the record. The yeah. Tied the Nick, record. Yeah, yeah. Nick Bosa, ninety four. Nick Bosa. Nah, is that the is that the racist one? Oh, I, I know the Bozes were racist. No, no, Joey Bosa, the one that plays with the Chargers is cool. I thought the one that played for 49 was like a Trump fan or something. That's Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa I, plays I, for the Chargers. Oh, what? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, Bosa played Bosa. for the 49ers. 99, yeah, that's right? What yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Bosa. Uh, politics, politics aside, I'll give it to him because he, he is a good edge rusher. Politics I probably would have said 95, but yeah, right. 94 good. All right, these two right here, this is what I have a problem with. Von Miller is a 92 and Khalil Mack is a 92. I don't think Von Miller should be a ninety-two. Von Miller should be a smooth eighty-nine, and that's no, ninety. Okay. Ninety. Nah, I think Von Miller should be like an eighty-six. That's crazy. Ooh, that's, I ain't gonna do all that. that. I ain't gonna do that dirty. Nah, because he, nah, because he was kind of up and down this past season. He was kind of up and down this past season. But I mean, he did sign that big extension with who? With who did he sign with? He signed with the Buffalo Bills. He he basically chased the bag. He didn't he chase the bag. bag. He chased the bag because my man I mean, was still playing on that the Super Bowl fifty. My man went from living in Calabasas to now he's gonna be in snowy. Buffalo. That is crazy. Like, you giving up the Buffalo. sunshine to okay, bro. You giving up being in LA just to, okay. I guess. But, but Khalil Mack from the LA Chargers, ninety two overall. 
I think that's about right. I don't think that's like. I can't argue good. that. I he's can't been argue. injury prone over the past few years, man. So that's why. I but he's still he's a, like, a, a good defender. He's. He I think is. he's still good. He's still good. Uh, Linebacker, he's so good. He plays what inside or outside linebacker? Outside, outside. He's still the outside linebacker. He still, you still want Khalil Mack on your team. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, you, who anyone would still want to have Khalil Mack on their defense. So, I think a ninety, I think a ninety-two or at least at bare minimum a ninety would be would be good. But now if it was a ninety-seven, then that'd be a whole different story. Okay, who else? We got Joey Boza at ninety-one. No I comment. Like, I feel like Joey Bosa should replace Nick Bosa's overall. They should switch. I think he should be a ninety-four, and Joey I should don't be know a... about that. Cam and Joy, ninety-one. Yeah, that makes sense. Solid. Solid. Demarcus Lawrence at ninety. I got a problem with that. I don't think he deserves to be that high. Why? Why? Because when I think of the edge rusher for the Cowboys this past season, I think of Michael Parsons, and I think of Randy Gregory. Michael Parsons was good. Now, Michael Parsons was a really mm, yeah. Damn, I think they didn't I think get he's overrated because I know the guy that does the Raiders and the Crimson Matt, He is a Cowboys fan, so wow. I think that he kind of overrates his plays. So I think not even the Michael Parsons too hot. So you think he's uh insider, not insider trading, but he's like low key like yo, I'm gonna give y'all a little boost. Yeah, like right, yeah. even like Ezekiel, Ezekiel, like a superstar X factor in Madden. You're like, how? Like, he hasn't been good. How? He hasn't been good since like 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that man was the the star over there at Cowboys. Chandler, I and to wrap out the top ten, Chandler Jones is a 90. I have no problem with that. Yeah, and Rashawn Gary for the Green Bay Packers is an 89. Pretty that good. Makes list. Sense, yeah. All right, so that's good to. Well, linebacker, we can skip that. Bro. That's um, Fuck wide, yeah, wide receivers, Devontae Allen, 99. Yep. Yep. Cooper Cup, 98. Yep. Tyreek Hill, 97. Yeah. Makes sense. D Hop, 96. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. D Hop, yeah. Nah, I think yeah. he kind of. Um, I, I would have said 95. I think he kind of slipped a little bit this past year. Yeah. Wow, he slipped one point. Jesus Christ. He should be a 95. One point? Really? That's what we're doing? One point? Where is that? Jesus. I mean, yeah, I'm just hating. It's, 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 he's good. He's like, good. Like, now, if you want to be like a 90 or something, okay, then that makes sense. Jonathan's like, nah, 95. What, what is one point going to do? Like, oh, he's, he's one point less, like, less faster than, okay. Stephon right. Stephon Dick, ninety five. Yeah. Justin Je- Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson should be at least in ninety three or ninety five, not ninety three. I agree with that. Like Evans, ninety two. That's too I think that's too generous. I was gonna say it's too generous. I'll say that's about right. Terry Terry McLaurin, ninety one. Yeah, I mean he's the only guy over there on the commanders. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a wild name. I'm sorry. I still haven't got used to them being the commanders. I'm That's sorry, bro. Name. Like I'm, I'm still gonna call him the Redskins. I don't care who like it or not. That's racist. I was about to say that's offensive. That is offensive. So who? Did you? The native we're, not, we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're not doing this. Let's get it. You right now. NFL. <laughs> this is not me. This is not me. Keita yeah. Keita is a 91. I think that's too high. You think that's too high? Where would you put him? Because he's a possession receiver. I'd say he should be like an 86. What the? Okay, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. 89, I can understand. 86 is crazy for Keaton Allen. 86 is crazy. I don't don't think he's the best receiver on his team. I think Mike Williams is better. You think Mike Williams is better than Keaton Allen? Keaton Allen is a great route runner. He's a great route runner. But receiver, you're not taking Keaton Allen. No, I don't think he belonged in the top ten. Damn. Mm. And Amari I mean, Cooper. Amari Cooper had ninety. Uh, uh, Amari, yeah, I don't think. Uh, wait, was Amari Cooper with the Cowboys? Yeah, he got traded to the Browns. Okay, yeah, I remember. I think that um, what's my man name? Chase um from the Bengals. Chase. Chase Young. Jamari Chase. No, not Chase Young. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase yes. Man. 
Jamal Chase, he should be. I'm surprised he wasn't up here. Yeah, I'm. He, he, he got like an 86 or, or something. Like he should be on this list. I will place. I mean, if any, I'll, I'll give him. I know I said he should be like a. I'll, I'll give Keenan Allen's rating, honestly. I mean, if you, oh, Jesus. It's because Jamar I mean, Chase I, I'd rookie. take out Amari Cooper and put Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar I'll, Chase at least should have got I'll 90. take out Keenan Allen and put Jamar Chase. That's what I'm saying. Nah, he I think Jamar it. Chase, should he deserved a 90 because he had a breakout season. But I think it's just because he's a first year. He's a rookie, and they're not going to give a second year that high of a uh, that high of a rating so early. But I think he definitely deserved it. If he was a 90, I wouldn't really be mad at that, so. Out of the sake for time on the show, we're going to skip tight ends. I have no problems with this list. Why are you skipping them? Because number eight is Dallas Gollard? No. Nah. First of all. No, no one's thinking about the Eagles. Everybody thinking about the Eagles. Bro, go eat Fuck your you steak and crab fries, bro. We're not trying to hear that right now. Um, oh, they didn't do quarterback shit? They didn't do uh, quarterback shit, yet. bro. Man. All right, so – all right, so it is what it is with that. It is what it is. But, um, yeah, guys, so that basically, those are the Mad 23 ratings, at least the ones that I care to, like, mention. Dad's got it. He's cool, bro. He's cool, but he ain't, like, ain't nobody, like, ain't nobody going out their way to get, like, a Dad's got it call at ultimate team or anything like that. You tripping. He's not He's not Mark Andrews. He's not George Kittle. He's, he's well, that's actually, why, I mean, he, all right, you know what? I'm not even going to say shit. Not even gonna say shit. What what is your team? What is it? The Super Bowl the, champions, baby. The L.A. Rams. Oh, so you and the Baltimore in the Bolt- Oh, okay. All right. Make sure you I mention have two that. teams, bro. I have two teams. We do I, this every episode. This nigga has multiple teams. We do this every episode for some ungodly just, reason. Just L.A. Slipping up on one. And, the, and then and Dallas Mavericks. The only New York team I root for is the Yankees. <laughs> and you, you, you root for the most racist team. No, I'm kidding. That's the Boston Red Sox. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Donnie, he roots for everyday Philly. Even the Philadelphia. I Eagles. can respect that, though. Like, that's loyalty, bro. I can respect Yo, that. Did the, did the um, USFL team from Philly win, this, win the championship? No, we lost. Uh, I think we lost by three. Yeah, we lost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, there was a USFL season? Damn, I'm not that yeah. Nobody watched that shit. Nobody <laughs> really watched it. I was, was watching no crowd, Summer bro. League. Bumble that. I was watching Summer League. What we had a no crowd, man. But, uh, fellas, we reached that point in the show. It's about time for us to plug ourselves on the way out. So, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, what you're working on, all that good shit. Um, I guess I'll go. Um, I guess. What, what the fuck? I'm guessing myself now. Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, you can find me at the you know also on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, the whole nine yards. Um, if you're in Atlanta, I'm going to be at uh, Young, Atlanta, Young, Young Atlanta's High Fashion uh, fashion uh, Show at the High Museum in August. I'm going to be there. Um, I'm also, I'm also going to be at Surge Atlanta's Fashion Show this weekend as well. Um, if you're in the Atlanta area, doing some photography stuff just to be in the room, just to be there at the events. So that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, that's really about it. Radio Donnie. Yeah, you can uh, check my socials. Uh, I'm actually building a website so I can get away from uh, Instagram and shit like that. Oh, my God. Start posting a lot more like visual and audio content on there and stuff like that. But um, you can follow my Instagram down below. I have a whole bunch of shit that's constantly on rotation and going. Um, as of right now, I'm working on this ideas for this uh this swim shoot and nothing else really. As for me, the Della Fashionista, but we have some new content coming very soon from Ground Up Media Productions. Soon we drop episode two of Vibes. And um, yeah, we got some meetings on the way soon, very soon. The Out of Bounds podcast will be a part of the Ground of Media Umbrella. So we're going to be shopping that around. And come season three, you're going to have a brand new look, a brand new feel, a brand new format, new topics. You know, we basically experimented today, basically went 20 minutes talking about black women, TV shows, and movies, stuff like that. So expect more of that type of content going forward in season three and beyond on the Out of Bounds podcast. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like, share with your network, subscribe to the channel if you're new, be a part of the Tuck family. 
uh, out of bounds. We're gonna take a, a hiatus, but uh, hiatus, excuse me. But we got tough talk about the swing, bring that back. We still got the game of chair. Um, yeah, we got plenty, plenty of new content on the horizon, man. Get back in the interviews, so so next up interviews and stuff like that. So plan a lot of things out. Summer soon about to wrap up, but hey, man, we always at work. You see my guys, they grinding. Support them and their endeavors outside the tuck umbrella. I'm proud of my guys, man. So we've been doing that, doing this for about 15 months at this point. 15 months. Damn, about has it really been? 15, yeah, 15 we, months is crazy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we started April of 2021. <clears throat> Damn. So it's been a year and some change. Yeah, man. Yeah, some change, man. We, we're only getting started, man. We're just basically getting our feet wet into this game, this industry. And um, yeah, as you guys can see, like we basically have great chemistry. We can talk about any and every topic, you know, little to little pre planning and necessary. What's this part for the the investors and shit? <laughs> hey, Donnie, chill out, Donnie, what you saying? Wrap it up, nigga. So, right, no, no, I, I'm cool. No, Look, if no, you need no, to no, sell ourselves, like okay. common horrors, I'm all for I'm it. sorry that we don't have a radio show. Some of us just graduated college <laughs> and trying to figure their lives out. My bad. As you were, as you were, Liddell, because my yeah, bad. Yeah, as you were. I'm just saying it. It sounded a little bit more. Somebody gets a radio show, and now they want to act like, oh, okay. What are we God, doing you have to plug your radio show, bro. So let my All my social is down below. I mean, I'm. Nigga's only one social year. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? I'm on secret accounts of the places, you know? Secret uh, accounts? What are you, the FBI now? So you got burner accounts. Yeah, I got burner okay, accounts. Hey, Katie. Cool. But, cool, um. Cool. Well, all right. So my radio show, uh, Distorted Records with Donnie. We- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I hit an accident button? <laughs> no, I was just fucking with you. I was just fucking with you. Yeah, uh, 11 p.m. to 3 uh, a.m. and stuff like that. Be on the lookout for a new uh, indie flicks with Donnie and Miranda. New episodes. Yes. Shout out to Miranda. I, I I haven't met you in person before, but you're a lovely lady. You. What is Miranda? What, what are you talking about? What is, why did you say it like that? No, exactly. Cut, cut, cut.